Welcome to AUSA's Army Matters Podcast, focusing on what's important to the total Army community. We bring vital Army conversations and interviews on issues relevant to soldiers, military families, and all of you amazing Army supporters. Rotating each week, our show includes Soldier Today, Army Real Talk, Family Voices, and Thought Leaders. Let's tune into the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Daly, and welcome to the AUSA Army Matters Family Voices podcast. In line with AUSA's overall mission to educate, inform, and connect, the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate is dedicated to providing all our Army families the tools, resources, and connections needed to manage the ins and outs of their military life journey. In support of our mission, our topic of discussion today is Happy and Healthy Holidays. How do you celebrate the holidays Army style and stay healthy during this busy season? Army style is understanding the importance of Army traditions, which allows soldiers, spouses, and family members to connect with and perpetuate the values and fabric of the special institution that is the Army. While Army traditions may remain constant, we are flexible and adaptable to the way we celebrate these traditions because of our lifestyle and also from the pandemic. It's important to consider new delivery methods like social media, blogs, video, and podcasts in order to inform and educate our Army families, especially the new members, and also to educate our members of the Army community. Joining us today to discuss happy and healthy holidays Army style are Maria McConville, spouse of the Chief of Staff of the Army, General James McConville, Alexandris Grinston, spouse of the Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael Grinston, Ms. Nicole Leth, military spouse and director of the Fort Belvoir Army Forces Wellness Center, and also joining us is Ms. Maria Reed, also a military spouse, the 2019 Armed Forces Insurance Military Spouse of the Year for the Army, and the founder of Moving with the Military. Welcome back, Maria and Alexandra, and for the first time, welcome Nicole and Maria Reed. We are so honored to have you all join us here on Family Voices and for taking the time to share your knowledge and experiences with us on Happy and Healthy Holidays. Well, thanks, Holly. This is Maria. It's so great to be back with you again. I want to thank you and AUSA for hosting these podcasts. I think this is maybe our third or fourth one that we've done. And Alexandra and I had wanted to find a way or a medium for getting information out to Army families. And so we thought that this might be a good way to do that. So we'd like to talk about all kinds of different Army spouse and family issues and try to make them relevant to the time of the year. So as Holly said, we're going to talk a little bit about healthy and happy holidays. I've been an Army spouse for 34 years. I was in the Army a couple of years myself. That's how I met my husband, but we've been married 34 years. I am a registered dietitian, and I work for CHAMP, which is a consortium for health and military performance, and we have three adult children who are all active duty Army soldiers. So we are definitely an Army family. So we know what it's like to have irregular holidays, and I'll share a little bit more about that as we go through our session today. Thank you, Holly, for hosting this podcast. My name is Alexandra Grinson, and I've been married to my soldier for 25 years. We have two daughters and live at Fort Meyer in Virginia. I actually grew up in Germany with a lot of German traditions around Christmas, and we don't celebrate Thanksgiving in November. So that was a new experience for me once I got married and moved to America. 
And over the years, my family and I have spent the holidays in many different ways. Sometimes we're all together, which is great. But then some years my husband was deployed and we would face time to spend the holidays together. And then sometimes we're able to visit family, either here in the States or in Germany. And sometimes we celebrate with members of our army family at our duty location. Something that hasn't changed over the years is the stress I feel leading up to this special time of the year. But I think it's always important to take care of yourself. But maybe towards the end of the year, it's even more important to make sure you are happy and healthy. Thank you, Maria and Alexandria. I'm excited to hear more about your holidays as we continue our discussion. And thanks for bringing up the important point about taking care of ourselves, especially during the holiday season. Now, both of you are Army senior spouse leaders, Army spouses, and mothers for many years. And with Thanksgiving just around the corner, would you both mind sharing examples of how you've celebrated Thanksgiving Army style? Well, I can start. Yes, obviously in the 34 years, we've had lots of Thanksgivings that have been together, kind of the traditional Thanksgiving. There have been years, though, when Jimmy was deployed and none of the kids were able to come home. So that's when, thankfully, we as a big Army family, others, Friends, neighbors have reached out and invited me over, so that was nice. I got to share in a Thanksgiving just by bringing a dish and being a guest at someone else's house. But what's really interesting is this past week, so actually last Tuesday, our family did a little mini Thanksgiving celebration. Both of our sons and their wives were here. They're both getting ready to PCS, one to Singapore and one to Washington State. And they and their wives are actually traveling for a couple of weeks. But prior to that, we had them here. And my husband said, we need to have a nice dinner the last evening that they're all here because the one that's going to Singapore, especially we won't see him for over a year. And I said, well, why don't we just have an early Thanksgiving? So that's what we did. We cooked the turkey and all the trimmings. Luckily, my one son likes to cook, so he helped me with all of that. And they had some friends that they had invited that they went to school with and that were in the area. So we had 10 of us last Tuesday night for a Thanksgiving dinner, and it was really nice. Our daughter couldn't be with us. She's stationed at Fort Campbell, and she just had our first grandchild not even six weeks ago. So luckily, she and the baby will be here for Thanksgiving because her husband will be away at an Army school, at Airborne school, so he will not be able to be home for Thanksgiving. So I can definitely say that we have celebrated Thanksgiving in some unusual ways, although I guess we were still in the month of November, so that was pretty good. So American Thanksgiving was a totally new experience for me because in Germany, Thanksgiving is not a federal holiday and we don't have big family celebrations that day. My husband, however, grew up in a family that always had big Thanksgiving get-togethers and he wanted to, of course, keep that tradition going. If we can't go to see his family, then we always invite single soldiers over to our house to celebrate Thanksgiving as an army family. My husband is then responsible for the whole meal. So he cooks the ham and the turkey, the mashed potatoes, and he makes some kind of dessert, usually apple pie. He has a really good recipe. And then I make a couple of side dishes. And it's always very interesting to get to know the soldiers that come over for dinner. Some of them have incredible stories why they joined the Army and what they appreciate about Army life. 
And every Thanksgiving, I just think it's so special that we're able to spend time together, share a meal, and then talk. Well, thank you both for sharing ways that you have celebrated Thanksgiving Army style. And Maria, it sounds like this Thanksgiving is going to be even more special with your extended family. Congratulations on your new loved one into the family, your new grandchild. Thank you. So no matter where we are or when we're celebrating, because as you just heard, Maria mentioned that they celebrated Thanksgiving a little earlier, including and helping others is what it's all about, right? So how can we be there for our loved ones and help others if we don't have a solid foundation in taking care of ourselves? Many of us add more and more to our plates during the holidays, at least I know I do, and put off taking care of ourselves until after the holidays are over. And maybe that's because it's easier to say, oh, I'll just wait until the new year starts and make it my new year's resolutions, right? I have to admit that although I enjoy November and December and the cooler temperatures and time with family and friends, I'm also more stressed during that time than during the rest of the year. And it's a lot harder for me to make time to exercise and eat healthy. There are so many other things I think I need to do first. So since I'm hoping to find ways to live healthier this winter, I recently went to the Armed Forces Wellness Center at Fort Belvoir to see what resources were offered there and how they maybe could help me lead a healthier and happier life. The Armed Forces Wellness Center, short AFWC, is the first center to serve all services, but the Army already has 31 similar centers called Army Wellness Centers all over the U.S. and Europe. Well, because of your visit to the Fort Belvoir Armed Forces Wellness Center, Alexandra, we are thrilled that Mrs. Nicole Leff is joining us on this podcast today. Ms. Leff is the director of the Armed Forces Wellness Center at Fort Belvoir, and she holds a Master's of Public Health. She is a certified health education specialist and an NSCA certified personal trainer. I am excited that she is here today to tell us all about the Armed Forces Wellness Center and all the services and resources that they have to offer. Thank you so much, everyone, for having me on this podcast. It's an honor to be here. So I'm Nicole Leff. I'm the director here at the Wellness Center at Fort Belvoir, and it's wonderful to be a part of this organization. I actually came from the Camp Humphreys Korea Wellness Center there, and so I'm a military spouse myself of 16 years and very passionate about health and wellness. I was a paramedic for years and really got fired up about getting into preventative care and taking care of those who serve. So it's an honor to do this job. And so the wellness centers, as was mentioned already, we're the 35th center to be open in the enterprise. And we take care of our service members, our active duty service members, family members, retirees, and our Department of Defense civilians. We offer a wide range of services, so we offer metabolic testing. A lot of people associate us with the BOD pod, but we do a lot more than that, but we also have the BOD pod at our centers to do body composition testing with. We offer health coaching, exercise prescription. The staff are all required to be certified personal trainers, and so we can do tailored exercise prescription for you if that's what you desire. And then we also offer a wide range of classes. Everything from fueling for health, meals and minutes, upping your metabolism, stress management, healthy sleep habits. 
And one of our great services is that we offer individual stress management training sessions where we hook you up to a device, we measure your heart rate variability, and it's a biofeedback session. And then we coach breathing and go into meditation with you. And it's a really wonderful service that we offer to help us manage stress and especially through the holiday times. So, Nicole, for our listeners, I just wanted to double verify that you mentioned family members can use the ARM Wellness Centers too, correct? Yes, absolutely. And that is really important that we have that connection with our family members. We primarily take care of the warfighter, our service members that are out there. But it's really interesting, and the Office of People Analytics did a study, and the best predictor of whether a military member stays in the Army, stays in the services, is if the spouse is satisfied with military life. So it's really important as we engage the warfighter on their health and wellness goals that we really take care of our family members also. That's a critical component there to make sure that they're happy and healthy and we're helping them manage their stress. Great. Thanks, Nicole, for clarifying that and for educating us on the programs and services that the Armed Forces Wellness Center has to offer to improve our health. And since we are talking about our health during the holidays, let's talk about the role of nutrition and healthy eating habits and how they come into play. Maria, this is one of your expertise areas. Do you mind starting the conversation on this part? Well, yes, and thanks. I'm so glad that Nicole was able to join us today, and I'm grateful for her and the Army Wellness Centers because they have so many resources that are available not only to the soldiers but to our families. You know, that's so important because as a registered dietitian, obviously nutrition is my life. But what I've learned over many years of being a dietitian for many different organizations, because you know how that goes, you move, you have to change your job again. Not everybody has access to dietitians and to nutrition information. So many of the clients that I've worked with in the past, they don't have a way to engage with a dietitian because their insurance won't pay for it. They don't want to pay out of pocket or can't pay out of pocket, or they don't even know how to find a credible person on nutrition, like a registered dietitian. So I think it's really amazing that we have all of these resources because other people in the civilian world don't necessarily have access to reliable nutrition information. I think it's just amazing that our Army Wellness Centers have that. So Nicole, can you tell us a little bit about the offerings that you have for nutrition? Absolutely. So we offer a wide range, like I said before, of the classes and then those one-on-one services. And I think, as Maria mentioned, it's important that people are given academic evidence-based information. And at all of our Army or Armed Forces Wellness Centers, and I will say just because I know it gets a little confusing for everyone out there, is that at our joint locations where we have a joint population that we serve, then our centers are called Armed Forces Wellness Centers. But whether named Army or Armed Forces, we provide the same standardized programming. So, you know, like I came from the Korea Wellness Center. And so our programming there is the very same as it is here on Fort Belvoir. So we offer the same services, the same standardized classes, and then your data travels with you. So if you're a service member or a family member and you came from Fort Bragg or Fort Hood and then you're seen here at Fort Belvoir, for example, we can go back and pull up that data and track your trends, you know, and continue on your health and wellness journey. So that standardized model is really fantastic. And on that nutrition angle, we offer metabolic testing, which is great. And so you lay under the hood, the canopy for 15 minutes, and we measure your metabolism. And then we can talk with you. Just a really great general overview of your dietary intake 
set a good healthy calorie goal. And then quite often we have individuals who, as they start talking about their dietary intake, start to realize that there might be some other things going on. And then at all of our centers, we partner really well with our nutrition care teams and we automatically get them a referral to be seen by dietetics. So we partner really well with our registered dietitians. I love that relationship and partnership. It's really important. And those health coaching sessions, those one-on-one are really important because sometimes there's just not a lot of space to kind of unpack what's going on with your health and wellness goals. So it might be something that just needs a little fine tuning with physical activity, or maybe with dietary intake, or heck, maybe you're doing really great with your dietary intake and your physical activity, but you're like, man, I'm having a hard time reaching my goals. And maybe it's that we need to manage our stress a little bit better or prioritize sleep a little bit better. And especially during the holidays when we're running so thin, And a lot of us, whether we're active duty and we're serving or we're serving in a family member supportive role, or we might be a civilian or a retiree, we're all very giving in nature. And it's hard sometimes for us to pull back and remember that self-care isn't selfish and that it's okay to take care of ourselves and carve out a little bit of time for that. And we, all of us here at the Wellness Center, for example, at our Belvoir Center, we're all military spouses here. And so that really resonates with us and we get it, what it's like. And especially during this time where we might not be able to get to see our family or our loved one might be, you know, away at schooling or serving. And so we have to figure out other ways to celebrate, but the stress of that can be really impactful. So come here and let us take really good care of you and and help you get after your goals, even during a really busy holiday time. I can only agree that they are taking really good care of you when you go and visit and they have a lot of good information and resources at the Armed Forces Wellness Center or the Army Wellness Centers. My husband actually visited the center a while back. He came home with a recommendation for a nutrition app that he tried out and he kept talking about it. So I got curious and I signed up to, and then I tracked my nutrition for about a month just to kind of see what I eat and if I'm actually eating healthy. And it was so interesting to actually be mindful about what I eat and then also get information about the nutrition. So the app really helped me to learn more about nutrition and to become more mindful about the food that I prepare and eat and feed my family. So I can only recommend the nutrition app. And again, that was a tip we received from the Wellness Center. Thanks, Alexandria, for sharing that. I didn't know about the app, and actually, it sounds really great. I'm going to look into that myself. And, Nicole, I really enjoy learning about your record or your file can transfer with you, and that's especially important for us because of our lifestyle and because of PCSing. So to our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this message. Have you purchased your AUSA swag yet? Be proud to show your support for AUSA, which in turn shows your support for the U.S. Army and our soldiers. Check out all AUSA swag at shop.ausa.org. So we are talking about feeding our bodies with good nutrition, and it's important when it comes to building our immune systems. And as Maria mentioned, it's that time of year, the cold and flu season. And now that we have the trifecta with COVID, it's really important to take care of ourselves. So can I ask you all, what else can we do to stay healthy during the winter? Well, I'll start. 
I don't love winter. It's my least favorite <laughs> season uh, because of the short days. And I don't like the cold anymore, even though I was brought up in Ohio. I really don't like the cold anymore. So what I do is I do like the sunshine. And I'm really one of those persons that is in a good mood when the sun is out and shining. So I will go outside. I've learned the most important thing is to dress for the cold. My husband loves to say there's no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. I don't know if I agree with that, but it sounds good. So the one thing I learned from my grandmother was to always wear a hat. And so, you know, I think maybe back in my earlier days when you have a little bit more vanity and you're like, oh, but I don't want to mess my hair up. Yeah, forget that. I always have a nice, good, warm hat on and warm gloves on during the winter. If I think if it's less than 55 degrees, I have gloves on. So definitely dressing for the weather. But the other thing I find is since COVID started and I don't go to the gym, I haven't been to the gym since last March, I work out at home. So I have a little bit of some weights that I use and do some yoga videos and things like that, or like an online yoga subscription. But my favorite thing is I have a little mini trampoline. I think I've talked about this on other podcasts because I've converted so many people. I have a miniature trampoline and I call it my afternoon caffeine because you know when I'm working and sitting at the computer for a lot of the day and you're starting to get that mid-afternoon lack of motivation, I like to get on my trampoline. And so that's something really easy and fun and good for me. It gives me some energy, gets the blood flowing, gets my body moving, but I don't have to go out in the cold. So that's kind of my winter hack. When it gets colder, I still go outside for runs or for walks, but I try to find somebody who will go with me so I don't have any excuses to stay at home. And then afterwards, I reward myself with a good cup of tea or coffee. That usually helps. Nicole, do you have any ideas about what you do on cold days? Or do you have any suggestions to stay active during those cold time of year? Yes. And I love that it was already mentioned that, you know, we're either embracing the cold or we're finding ways to stay active indoors. And I think both are really equally important. One of the things that we can offer at the wellness center is if you come in and we do a health coaching session that includes exercise prescription, we can set you up with a plan. And we've got a great fitness room here at the wellness center and we can model some movement and whether it's using resistance bands or body weight exercise, we can get after that. And I think it's important to mention too, that one of the best ways to complete the stress cycle and to move through those stressful emotions, those heavy emotions, is with physical activity. And it doesn't have to be intense physical activity. In fact, consistency will always win out over quantity of time. And so you don't have to go like really get after it for multiple hours at the gym. If it's more sustainable for you to find a way to get in 15, 20, maybe even 30 minutes of movement throughout the day and do something that really speaks to your soul at that moment and not to push ourselves, especially during such a stressful time of year already and finding ways to be in that space and just take care of you in those moments. And then I find also that meditation is a really beautiful thing for us to practice. And especially during this time of year, it just kind of helps us like center and ground us and being grateful. I love that Maria mentioned, you know, getting outside in the sunshine and feeling that warmth on your face. And those are all little nuggets that we can be grateful for throughout this season. And that can set a tone for this time of year, not only of good self-care, but then just being grateful for where we're at and those things that we do have and those humans in our lives that we're grateful for. Thanks. These are really great ideas. And as we know, healthy and fit body promotes good mental health. 
So if we're eating too many cookies during the holidays, like maybe I do while I'm baking them, <laughs> and not getting enough physical fitness, what resources have you all come across to help us out during that time? Baking holiday cookies is not my thing, so luckily I, I don't have to worry too much about that. But you're right, Holly, the holidays can be stressful, and especially for Army families, because we have unique situations. Some of us may not be with our soldier or other loved ones for the holidays. We might not have the financial resources to be able to travel to see our families if we're, you know, far away from them. And the thing that's hard is when we have these traditions and we can't celebrate these traditions, then that can lead to some sadness, depression, mental health issues. But that's another place, like I was saying before, with these Army Wellness Centers where we have a lot of great resources that are free to soldiers and their families. That's the other thing that's really great is there's a lot of mental health counseling options out there for soldiers and their families. I'm really familiar with Military One Source. They have a lot of information on their website and they have free counseling for soldiers and their families. So that's just one. And I know, Alexandra, you talked about the nutrition app and I, it sounds like you're the app queen. So I know you know about another wellness app through Military One Source. So can you tell us a little bit about that one? You know, I wasn't sure if I should mention that recently I signed up for a meditation app also, and that has been just so great for me. I try to meditate for 10 minutes every day, and it's just a time for me to sit and relax and listen to the app and try not to think about anything and focus on my breathing. And I've noticed that over time, it really helps you to calm yourself down and relax. So I love the meditation app, but the Military One Source website has recommendations for several free apps if you just want to try some out. And the apps cover a variety of topics. So they have some that teach breathing techniques, others offer tools for positive thinking or mindfulness. And what I thought was neat was there's also two apps for children that incorporate Sesame Street characters that help children with the moving process or teach them problem-solving skills. So definitely something to check out on the Military One Source website. These sound like really great apps, Alexandra, and especially the two apps for the children. That's great. Thank you for telling us about that. So we're talking about physical and mental wellness, but I think social wellness also plays an important role in our overall well-being. Maria, do you have any examples for positive social interaction during the holiday season? I sure do. Well, I mean, yes, you're right. Social interaction can either be really positive, great to be with family and friends, or it can be a little bit stressful, especially if we have some relatives who make our lives a little bit more stressful. But we know through this past year and a half that social interaction is very, very important to our mental health as well as probably our physical health. And this is where I want to bring Maria Reed into the conversation because I want Maria to share with you some situation that we had. It'll be, gosh, two years ago. So Jimmy took over as the chief of staff in August of 2019, and we have the privilege to live here at Quarters One at Fort Myer in Virginia, and um, we typically entertain, not during COVID, but typically entertain quite a bit during the holidays, and I thought, how wonderful 
would it be to have a tree decorated with ornaments that were made by spouses? Because I know that we've got so many spouses and family members and even soldiers who are super talented and make ornaments and all kinds of things for the tree. So I had said if any of the spouses wanted to make an ornament and send it to me that I would proudly display them on a tree at the holiday season. And we do some receptions typically also with the Sergeant Major and the Vice Chief of Staff and the Secretary of the Army. And we welcome about 500 people into our homes. So I thought, how great would it be to tell everyone all these ornaments were made by spouses. So we kind of put an all call out and said, if anybody wanted to donate an ornament to quarters one for the tree, that they could do so. And so Maria Reed was and still is at Fort Hood in Texas at the time. And so I'm going to turn it over to Maria to kind of tell us the story of how they got involved with making some ornaments and what that turned out to be. Maria, thank you so much for having me today joining all of you in this discussion. And we really took it to heart in 2019. When I saw that all call, I said, what a great way to get people together. As you said, military families aren't always able to be with their families for a variety of reasons. That particular year, we were not going to visit our families either. And I feel so much for the families that can't. Sometimes that isolation, it hurts. It's really hard. So when I saw that call to, hey, let's get our military spouses to donate, make, I said, why don't we create a DIY event here at Fort Hood, encouraging military families to come to one location where we set up an event. We were still peopling then, which was great. I loved being able to have that social interaction. And they came, grabbed a few supplies and started to create ornaments. But it turned into this beautiful, incredible moment of sharing their life, they felt so honored to be able to make a simple ornament to share with you, to be able to have that on display on those trees, to welcome all of the different people that would be coming to the event and just feel like they had a small part. And then I I believe everyone wrote a little letter saying, how much this meant to them. One military spouse, her story just really stood out. She had five children. They were all there with her on that day, but her spouse had been deployed for several months. And she said, just to have this moment to share her gift, she played the piano, she taught piano, and she used some sheet music, pieces of sheet music that we had available to create this gorgeous ornament. And she said she just wanted to leave a little part of herself on this ornament to display on the tree because that just meant the world to her. And this opportunity to be able to create was her mental well-being. She was able to just share. I loved it. I absolutely loved that event. We want to do it again. Well, I know. And you know me, my mind is always churning. So I'm always thinking of ways that we will do this again. And Maria, you're right. They all included a little note with their ornaments. And I sat there and read these notes and people would say things like, I was so depressed. My soldiers deployed, but coming together on Saturdays with other spouses and family members to make ornaments has really lifted my fog and things like that. I got so many letters saying things like that, that it became to where the letter, I still have the letters they meant almost as much to me, maybe more to me than the actual ornaments. And so that's the kind of thing that I think is a little thing can turn into something pretty significant. And I wanted to share another story about that. I don't know, Marie, if I even told you this part, but unfortunately, all the ornament packages had to go through 
kind of like a bomb sniffing <laughs> department at the Pentagon before they could bring him to our house. And so the mail clerk, I think he was a sergeant first class that was down in the mailroom at the Pentagon. He asked one of the soldiers bringing the ornaments down, what is this all about? And when the soldier told this mail clerk about what this was and, you know, that these were ornaments to be displayed at quarters one, he went home and told his wife and she supplied an ornament as well and included a little note. And so I just thought that, you know, we don't know the power of just a little thought or suggestion. So my dream is that we could have a tree at the White House of all spouse ornaments. So I'm going to have to start lobbying for that maybe for next year, hoping that people will be able to go and tour the White House like they get to do in past Christmases. So we'll see about that. But I know that you'll be instrumental, Maria, if we do end up doing that at getting this going, because you're so good at that. But thank you again for that. And definitely let's look forward to collaborating on some efforts like that. And if we have any listeners out there who have great ideas or want to share something like that, see if you can get in touch with us through Facebook or through AUSA, and we would look forward to that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this with our listeners. What a great discussion. And I have to add in there, I personally had the honor to see this tree with all the ornaments on it, and it is breathtaking. So what a great way to bring our Army family together from around the world. So thank you for doing that, Maria. My pleasure. So as we wrap up this podcast, I'm sorry our time is coming short. I could talk forever with all of you. May I ask, would each of you mind giving a tip or word of advice to help families have a happy and healthy holiday? One of the things that I've learned is because there's so much in our Army life that's unpredictable, that it's really important to have traditions. I've come to learn that traditions are what keep families together. And my husband's not big on celebrating birthdays. And so one year, well, many of the years he was deployed on his birthday, but one year he had just come back from a deployment and his birthday was the next week. And I said to him, what do you want to do for your birthday next week? And he said, oh, nothing. I'm just glad to be back. I don't want to do anything. But we've always at least gotten a cake and had a special dinner and saying happy birthday. And I told him, I said, you know, the kids are growing up and going off on their own. And if we don't have these traditions to hold us together, then why would the kids keep coming back? You know, so he agreed. He's like, wow, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. So sometimes the traditions can be just as little as a special dinner and a birthday cake and singing happy birthday. But when you are able to celebrate those traditions, and just keep them together, I think that that is really important to families and even to extended families. So that would be my tip. I totally agree, Maria, that traditions are very important. Now, what I would recommend, and that sounds very simple, but I think it's sometimes very challenging, maintain a healthy lifestyle. Try to eat healthy, exercise, and get enough sleep, even if you feel like you're too busy to focus on your own well-being. It is important that we focus on ourselves a little bit and stay healthy so we can enjoy the holidays and the holiday season. Yes, wonderful tips. And I would offer also that please, if you have access to a wellness center, please come see us. Our teams would love to take care of you during this busy time of year and well into the new year. And then there's some really great tips that are on the Performance Triad platform, which is a website part of Army Public Health Center. And you can go there. There's a great one pager that's Total Army Family Quick Wins and just some real quick, easy, healthy tips 
that you can reference and look at and kind of keep you out on point and engaged during this holiday season. Wow, these are such wonderful tips. Thank you all for sharing those so much. I would like to add that for me, it's about being creative. I love using my hands and I encourage everyone to be creative during the holiday season. It does not have to cost a lot of money. You can go out and grab leaves and plants, use nature, paper. It doesn't have to be expensive, but when we create things and make our spaces beautiful. I think it fills our hearts with joy and allows us to just continue on with the holidays. And I'd also like to add, we kept our Christmas tree up one year till March because that's when my husband came home. And that's okay. If we're celebrating Christmas in March, that's a wonderful thing. And then we got to share all the beautiful ornaments that the kids got to make, the kids in the neighborhood helped and came together to make. And I think that it's wonderful to share those traditions your way whenever it's available for the military family because you know it's army life and we do it when we can well our time has come to an end to close this family voices podcast maria alexandra nicole and maria reed all of us here at ausa would like to thank you for sharing with us your experiences and tips for a happy and healthy holiday season to our listeners we hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for joining us If you would like more information on the Armed Forces Wellness Center on Fort Belvoir, you can go on Facebook to Fort Belvoir AFWC. If you are not in the Fort Belvoir area, you can check out your nearest Army Wellness Center by going to the Army Public Health Center page at phc.amed.army.mil. Also remember that Military OneSource is your one-stop shopping for resources. And that's www.militaryonesource.mil, or you can call them 24-7 at 1-800-342-9647. Remember, no matter where you are or what you are doing on your journey, especially during this holiday season, let us here at AUSA Family Readiness be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters Podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters Podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's professional association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at Have a great Army day. Hua.